0: Welcome to the Natural Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Whitfield-Cook. Join us as we interview expert clinicians, researchers and wellbeing experts from around the world and explore the evidence and application of complementary medicine in global healthcare. The following podcast is intended as professional information for integrated practitioners and as such must not be taken as medical advice. Patients are expressly directed to seek appropriate care from a suitably qualified practitioner. Hi everyone, thanks so much for your company today. Joining us is Carolyn Ladowski. She's a naturopath and PhD candidate who is studying how different folates affect fertility rates or miscarriage. Welcome to Natural Medicine Podcast, Carolyn. How are you?
1: I'm well, Andrew. Thanks very much for having me.
0: I should say welcome back. We've podcasted before, but um, everyone, Carolyn's got an urgent message for all practitioners in Australia. So Carolyn, can you first tell us what's your trial, your PhD trial going to be about?
1: So we are looking at how different folates might help prevent multiple miscarriage. So the trial is recruiting women who have had two or more miscarriages anywhere in Australia, and we will be randomising them into either a prenatal with folic acid or a prenatal with methylfolate and see if that reduces the incidence of recurrent miscarriage.
0: And so with regards to current guidelines, which is sort of, you know, green leafy vegetables or a folic acid supplement, plus there's obviously mandatory fortifications in certain foods like bread. Um, How do you actually tease that apart to say, okay, if these people are going to have MTHFR, but they're going to eat bread, how's that going to be randomized? How, How are you checking for that?
1: So we're actually taking, we are testing everybody, the men. We're one. It's the first trial of its kind that are including men. So we are asking the men to take the prenatal multivitamin as well. But part of the trial is they have to avoid folic acid-based foods. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Okay. And what about pre-measurement versus during the trial, post-measurement? What's happening with their... So
1: we uniquely are actually checking folate metabolites so we will look at um, tetrahydrofolate methylfolate unmetabolized folic acid so that actually hasn't been done before in australia so we're looking at unmetabolized folic acid at baseline then we give them two reproductive cycles on their prenatal multivitamin ask them not to try to conceive in that time and then we retest unmetabolized folic acid. Unfortunately, we didn't have the 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 money to do metabolites of um, folate all the way through the trial. But if we can, you know, extrapolate this out to a larger trial later on, we certainly will do that.
0: And can I ask, what about uh, uh, doing a genetic SNP for um, folate SNPs? How stupidly worded is that, yeah, MTHFR SNPs, thank you.
1: So we will be testing both the men and the women for MTHFR polymorphisms.
0: And what about the folinic acid SNPs as well? Are you testing all the way through? Right, gotcha. Not
1: at this stage. But again, you know, it comes down to finances and it is a PhD project. So hopefully, you know, we can get an NHMRC grant later on and do this for a much bigger trial. Um, But right now, this is a pilot study. So that means we look at all the elements of the trial. We say, is it feasible? Can we do it? Are the participants actually happy to take the prenatal? Are they happy to avoid the food? Are they happy to not conceive for the first um, two cycles? All of this stuff that comes into a pilot study will be reviewed and obviously outcomes will be noted. Um, because that then becomes a springboard to something much larger.
0: So what's your call out to Prakis in Australia? What do you need help with?
1: My call out is we've only got six weeks left of recruitment. So recruitment finishes at the end of October. So we need as many... Uh, participants in the trial as we possibly can so if everybody can think about any patients that they think might be um, they just can't be going through IVF at this point in time um, really that's the main requirement has to have had two recurrent two miscarriages um, not going through IVF and not any major structural um, issues as far as fertility is concerned.
0: Yeah, cool. And so, what about hurdles to research? Like, you know, gosh, there must be so many. The biggest one's money, um, yes. all, all, always. But are there any other hurdles that you're facing along the way to to get the sample size that you require?
1: Well, yes. In actual fact, um, when you ask, you know, doctors or specialists or people coming in off the street. They are all really pro the trial. It's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, I meet with um, New South Wales Health. They're waiting for the results because obviously this has potential, you know, public health implications and, you know, what are we actually asking them to do? Do we change the terminology and say we recommend folate and then it's up to the patient and the practitioner? But it's the naturopaths that are the biggest hurdle because they're saying, well, I don't want my patient to have folic acid. but We've got to take the bigger picture here and say unless we have a study, unless we have research, we will never change the prescribing practices of the doctors and the specialists and everybody else outside our community. And that's what we have to do because the biggest issue that we've got right now, and I've interviewed over 80 women so far, is that universally they have exactly the same story. They go to the doctor, they've had two or three or four miscarriages and they're told, go home, do the same thing. There's nothing you can do to to prevent it. And we all know that that's not true. So if there's 23 million miscarriages every year, that's a heck of a lot of women that are being affected by a a lack of knowledge. So we have to get the research out there We have to do the research first and get it out there so people go, oh, well, maybe there is a different way to treat recurrent miscarriage. Maybe there are things that we can look at. Maybe we can check for MTHFR. Maybe we can change the dose of folate. Maybe we can change the form of folate. Maybe we can tell them to avoid folic acid-based foods. We will never get change if we don't have research. So it's really short-sighted to say, well, You know, I just don't want anyone to have folic acid. But without a a trial to compare it against folic acid, you'll never get anyone to look at it and look at the results and go, well, that's fair and reasonable.
0: I, um, I understand what you're saying. In fact, it's quite surprising. I would have thought it would have been the orthodox medical practitioners that would have gone, don't upset the apple cart. We've got our guidelines. We feel safe in them but they're more open to new research it seems is that right
1: they are because as you know the gps are the front line and they're the ones that don't have enough in their toolkit to support these women and they oh, want anything to gotcha. support them you gotcha. know they as long know as that, research that's right so we need to give them tools to say well, actually, yes, there is something that we believe we can do. And unfortunately, in Australia, we follow European guidelines. We do not have our own guidelines for a current miscarriage. And this is a per- perfect right. opportunity to actually sit back and see if we can develop new guidelines and maybe they'll get then used worldwide.
0: Wow. Um, okay. So, one last question before we go. You mentioned dose earlier. Is there any, and I get this is money, I understand it, but is there any dose stratification at all, low dose versus high dose?
1: No, we're, we're going with 2,500 micrograms, so it's way higher than any other supplement is allowed to be in Australia. Right. Um, folic acid is 800 typically, and where as a, um, you know, supplement you're only allowed 500 micrograms of methylfolate. So this is much higher. And we believe that those with recurrent miscarriage actually do need a higher dose.
0: Gotcha. So 2,500 micrograms of either folic acid or MTHFR. Sorry, Correct. MTHF. Yeah. Yes. And as gotcha. you know, the
1: standard protocol with someone who's had a recurrent miscarriage and is seeing a specialist and is checked for MTHFR, they'll give them five milligrams of folic yeah. acid. So yeah, we right. halved that dose. We believe the 2,500 is okay. We are allowing people, if they react to either, to have a, a two capsules, so that's 1,600. So it's re- within the realm of 1,600 or 2,500
0: is gotcha. the range
1: that we're allowing.
0: And so what's your call out to practitioners right now? Where can they get in contact? How can they help?
1: They, if they go on to our MTHFR support website, they can see under fertility Carolyn, it'll say Carolyn's trial. Um, there's ah. a link there, and all they have to do is share that link, um, which is a five question survey for their patients. In fact, I'll send you the link. So if you can put it in the bottom of the podcast, that'd Show be notes. awesome. Definitely. Yes. And then all they do is ask the um, patient to answer the five questions, which is your age, have you had two or more miscarriages, um, are they taking, are they in, uh, do they have IVF at the moment, and uh, do they have any sort of structural issues? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and if they answer those five questions positively, then they get an email to me, and I organise an interview to tell them about the trial hear a little bit about them and then send I send them the detailed um, participant information for them
0: Beautiful. Carolyn Ladowski, please continue with your research. Everyone out there who's watching or listening, please support Carolyn. This is such a critically important trial. We need the answers, if nothing else. You know, And even if it's negative, okay, we now know. But I think, Carolyn, you suspect that you pretty already know the answer. <laughs> but um, I thank you so much. And we'll be podcasting for True about this um, critically important topic. So watch out for that one, everybody. Thank Carolyn Waldowski, thanks, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks very much.